back to the Right Life Podcast with Boomer and McQueen. We still have Phil and Charlene Williams in studio with us, so let's get back to part two with them. Here we go. While you were deployed, how was the communication? Like, how for you, how did you support Charlene and, and, the, like, and the kids? And the kids, that. like, that's, that's super hard. Super hard. I, I, well, I can't imagine. I want to answer that because okay. <laughs> Please. it's easier for me to talk about it probably than him. Um because I can brag on him. Um, he, what are yes. you talking about, guns and cars now? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we'll get there. <laughs> the first deployment, you know, communication was sketchy in terms of he, he was, you know, out in such a remote place. But, you know, he would email us as often as he could. Every by once satellite. in a while. Yeah, yeah wow. like, by satellite. Every once in a while he would call, but, gosh, it was not very often. Right. Um, but he did what he could, and he knew exactly what is going was going on with our kids mm-hmm. at any given time. I mean, he stayed plugged in as best as he could. And the second deployment, he could call a little more often. Yeah. So um, that was good. But he, he, he's always, you know, he he would know about the details. Yeah. Well, what about you know Josh and playing tennis or football or whatever was going on? He he mm-hmm. knew about all of it, oh. and so it made the kids and I feel really good that he, yeah but one time we were on the phone i think this was in iraq that was afghanistan i know what you're gonna say <laughs> the boom in the distance no it was gunfire oh no i could, I could hear bup, 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 and i'm oh, like yeah. <laughs> what is that what is that oh honey it's nothing yes it is it is something what is that yeah. oh, honey and i heard him say cover the phone and say something because i'm gonna have to get off the phone <laughs> Well, there, oh, it, it happened well, twice. Would, it happened once oh. with a satellite phone sitting on top of my safe house. We were on a oh, very remote area in that. Afghanistan, and somebody hit a landmine somewhere pretty close by, and it just ka-choo-choo. Oh. And she goes, "What was that? Nothing." And one of my guys comes running up there and looks at me, like eyes as big as saucer. I said, "Go check that out." <laughs> well, honey, I'll give you a call back later when things are anyway. <laughs> Oh, That's man. how you want to end a phone call yes. with your husband. Yes. But I tell you deployed. what, though, um, <laughs> that second tour. Um, Communications were far different on the second tour. The first tour, I was so remote, you know, living out among the Afghan people that it was Mm -hmm. a satellite phone that we had to recharge by a generator to be able to use it. Um, And then um, the second tour, I was on a battalion FOB, which which a little small Ford operating base, but it was um, it was different. I was actually assigned a special phone that I could use to communicate with key Iraqis in the in the community because that was part of my job aside from combat operations was to help the new government stand up and all that kind of stuff anyway um but that number was crazy because I was allowed to call home on it periodically and and when it would show up as like a New York phone call on her phone yeah but then one day I realized that means she could call me so I told her, I said, don't ever call me unless it's an emergency, baby. But just, just, just know. But, but if something happens with the kids, you can call me on this number if we have to. And then there was that one time you called. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> oh. Oh, no, <laughs> tell was, us about it, Charlie. It was a bad situation. So. Oh, it was not good. Okay. No. No, I don't know if I can tell the story. You go ahead. No, our, our kids were fine. Um, and, I, you know, I, I'm a need-to-know kind of a person. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the wives, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to hear any news. They, you know, they just... They operate better that way. Yeah, I was not that way. Um, I was constantly, you know, trying to find out what was going on. I I just functioned better that way, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> but somehow uh, I found a way to get up to the minute news from different wire services, and I saw that 
in his area in Baghdad. In my unit. Yes. Mm. Well, it kept focusing, getting more pinpointed. First, it was just his area, and then I saw pictures, and I zoomed in on the pictures, and I saw some of the downed soldiers had his unit patch on. Mm-hmm. And, oh. oh, my goodness. And I remember the kids were upstairs, and I thought, is this an emergency? I'm not supposed to call unless it's an emergency. Well, I feel it's an emergency. <laughs> so I thought, I don't want them to know I'm calling. So yeah. I just I took the phone, just very, you know, chill like, um, and went out and called him on um, outside, and he picked the phone, and then you you say your part. Hmm. Like, uh, I can't tell my part. I don't think I can. <laughs> mm. he, he, he knew why I was calling. Yep, yep. He picked yeah. up the phone. He said, honey, I'm okay. I know, I know that you must be calling because you know what happened. We've yeah. lost mm. some of our men. Yep. Wow. Three. Three. Wow. And um, I I have to keep this line clear for emergencies because we've yep. got a lot going on. Uh, I said, that's all I need to hear. Thank yep. you. I love you. Okay. Bye. Wow. Mm. Oh. It was tough. Oh, they had gosh. communications blackouts. Whenever something bad happened, they would shut down any and all communications because they didn't want people to – because when they had a bad situation happen, somebody in my unit actually um, – I'm, I'm told that a mom was grocery shopping. Excuse me. Mm. <laughs> And she was while she was grocery shopping, someone came up to her and I'm so sorry about was her son. And she didn't even know yet. No, she had not been notified. So that's how she found out was in the grocery store. So that's why they shut down. So that's why everything everything got shut. No emails, no phones, no nothing. But the people back home knew if you weren't hearing anything, something bad happened. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, gosh. Well, you guys are heroes. I cannot, no. I mean, we no. cannot imagine oh, no. that no. life. And we're just so thankful for your, for your service. And yes. I know it was not an easy thing being home and with the kids. And it's just incredible how God has, yeah, I just, mm. you know, you use that whole, that whole experience and for you to be able to share, you know, share with us and people listening. Cause I know you probably just really reached a lot of people. Saying, yes. well, it's, it's amazing to me. I can still feel it that strong 20 years later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It takes you back, but God is faithful. That, that is my, the point out of all of that uh-huh. is that he, he is faithful if you will lean on him. Yeah. Mm. And I love that you said that you could not imagine going through it not knowing Jesus. And I, yeah. No. Just wow. real quick, I'll throw in one quick story. Please. There was um, another wife in Phil's unit, and um, we didn't get together. You know, Phil was in a reserve unit, so we were not like. Um, on a base and, you know, saw each other all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. we were all spread out. We really didn't even know each other. We just had met when they were deployed. So there wasn't a whole lot of support. But I had met this lady, and um, through other wives, I found out that she was not doing well, Mm -hmm. that she and her kids were all having to go to counseling because she got to where she didn't even want to go home. She was afraid that there was going to be someone there from the military oh. to tell her that her husband was oh. gone waiting in her house. And and I just, you know, if I didn't know Jesus, that probably would have been me. Yeah. Because mm. it is a hard, hard thing. Yeah. And so no judgment on her, but she just, she was doing the best that she could do. And I'm, I'm glad she got help. But it, we're back to Jesus again. Yeah. Mm. Yep, yep, absolutely. Just like, yep, that's, that's life. <laughs> I so married wow. up. You so married up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Okay. Guns and cars now? Guns and cars. Well, maybe a little bit lighter hearted well, question. Well, yeah, I was at one, one more question. Just, but yeah, we're, we're moving there. We're transitioning. Well, the lighter hearted <laughs> question was the transition when you came home. Is it, was there any type of transition moments or anything like that? Kind of like the 
the for the first married couples where they're like, oh my goodness, or was it y'all just jumped right back in and it was like, oh yeah, we're well, good. Like it's like I'll say when we got married and Nate was on the road for almost three years. When he came off the road, I was like, who? But someone else is living in never my house. Had a, <laughs> we never had a foundation of living together before that. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, that's just how we <laughs> how we started our marriage. So yeah. we would love to hear. How that adjustment was, guys. Well, there were adjustments. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I you, you kind of live in like the the men's locker room for a year. Yes. And you come home as well, like, you know. Well put. You're, you're, you're walking around grunting, yeah. and scratching. Everybody's like, "What's wrong with you?" But um, and, and and there were things, there were things about life that I just jumped back into because, like she said, uh, she was so good at keeping me updated. I came home knowing who the kids' teachers were. You know, what was going oh, yeah. on in sports, how Josh did in practice the day before, you know, so awesome. stuff like that was all still there. So I stepped back in, but there was also a culture shock of stepping back in. For mm-hmm. me personally, there was. I remember one time we're driving down the road. I forget after what deployment it was. I think it was after Baghdad. And, um, it was. Yeah. We're driving down the road, and she saw me kind of looking at something. And she goes, what are you doing? And I said, did you see the guy up there working on top of up on the uh, billboard? And she goes, No. And I said, I just realized I still scan all the rooftops. Wow. Wow. So interesting. Yeah, we've been, we, yeah. been, been home for six months. And I'm still, still, I'm still, I'm still doing stuff. I realized yeah, one day I was walking down the street and I was carrying like four things in my left hand, nothing in my right hand, because because mm. that was my gun hand. Mm. And I was keeping it free. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then there were it's things ingrained in you almost at that point. Oh yeah. But and you would see slowly start to wear off. But it took a while. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then you know. We were so excited for him to come home. We had the yeah. house decorated. They you did. Know, it and, was awesome. And, you know, but, it, you know, when reality hits, there were sometimes like the kids <laughs> would come in and ask to do something and we would both answer, you know, and maybe our answers were not the same or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, I was used to being the yeah. one who always answered. That, that was, your, that was yeah. your role yeah. for yeah. a while. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um Hello, I live to, here now. We had, we had to get back in the Oh, wait, let's get back on the team. Okay. <laughs> team She was so, Charlene was so oh, accommodating to me. She, she recognized that I had been in a different environment for a year and there was no, there was like no stigma, but there were times when she'd say, hello, two of us. And I go, oh yeah. Cause I was used to being the guy in charge. Mm-hmm. Well, she was used to being mm-hmm. the one running the house. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, we've been married now for 36 and a half years. So I guess it's still doing okay. Man, and congrats because that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Okay, y'all are incredible parents. Okay, incredible parents, but you're also grandparents. Yeah, so I know know you love those little chitlins. And how many many grandkids? Two, two of them. Okay, two, 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 and we're planning more. We hope, we hope, we hope. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, what can you tell us maybe like some of your greatest like successes as a parent, grandparent, or or maybe a failure, or any of that type of thing. It, may, it could be funny, it could be serious, any of those things. Because uh, I know a lot of the listeners are um, are probably young family co- families that are trying to learn <laughs> how to walk through life, and uh, and then some of them are some right side ruffians that just would like to have a laugh. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I don't have any failures as a parent. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, okay. Of course not. <laughs> You go first. What you got? Um, well, you know, it's funny. It's like the very thing that I think is a, a great success is also the thing that I go, but I wish I had done more of that, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you know, we were 
if he was in town, you know, or not in court, um, he he would be at all the games. Um, I was at all the games because I worked at the school, and so that worked out wonderfully. Um, but you know, even going back to when they were little, you know, yours are you have a little yeah, one, yeah. one mm-hmm. not so little anymore. But you know, it, it can be hard. Oh yeah, and. Um, Sometimes you feel like that that's going to last forever. And, you know, in retrospect, it goes really fast. And I know you hear that, Mm -hmm. but I wish I would have been able to wrap my brain around that more to, you know, just to not be so serious, you know, to act more like a grandparent than a parent. (laughs) Because, oh, y'all, this grandparent thing's awesome. (laughs) So we hear. Everyone's telling us that. We just get them all the sugared up and send them on their way. The best grandparents, by the way. So just let them know. And that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, just not to be so serious. I don't, you, 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 there has to be a portion that where, you, where you're serious because you're trying to raise, you know, well-adjusted children. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just think sometimes I was just too serious about that. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just we being did, honest. We did play and cut up, and, and, and we had a lot. I, I will say this, though. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of money at all. No, we and, didn't. And, um, you know, we're, we're, in a, we're in a better place now than we were, but we spent a lot of years um, just, you know, poor as church mice. And um, so there weren't, like, a lot of trips to Disney World, and we didn't have a lot of opportunities to, you know, big, big vacations and you know, big doings, but, um, but I don't think, I, th- I think we replaced that with making memories other ways. And, mm. and so if there's one thing I could say that, um, I feel like we tried to do well, aside from loving our kids unconditionally and, and trying to just raise them up in the love of the Lord is, is, um, making sure that if we were without something in a financial or fiscal means, that it didn't shortchange the ability to make a memory that was worth having anyway. Mm. And Charlene's great at that. I mean, she can make those average day um, just seem so totally above average. And so, like, you know, every time the kids woke up on a school day morning, if it was a birthday, there were banners hanging in the kitchen when they woke up and <laughs> pancakes and, you know, and whatever, just stuff, you know. And, and, um, but to and make it that's special. Such a, that's such a gift. Yeah. Like, that's so special that, that's for kids. That's absolutely special. Mm-hmm. And then was, we would we would have family dinners, not always around the table. We weren't the family dinner every night, you know, at the table. But, you know, we would. And sometimes we sit there and we just laugh, you know. And <laughs> the kids would make me tell a story or, you know, whatever. Yeah, So those, those kind of things you can't replace. I and think those if, are the things that your kids remember for, you know, forever. Maybe not what they laughed about, but they remember those moments oh, yes. you know, more than just a trip and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And if I had to encourage some folks, you know, who are raising up their kids that are young right now is is – recognize that it's not how much you have in your wallet that's going to make the difference in the kids' memories when they grow up. Mm. They may have a memory of a trip you took with them, but they're going to more remember, they're going to more remember the fact that you were with them yeah. than they are mm. what you did. And, um, and we had a lot of years when they were young, the kids had no idea that the bills were that tight, um, and, we just, and we just did what we could and made memories other ways. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, such a good perspective, such a great perspective. And it's similar to uh, an episode that we did earlier and it was called Life in a Blink and just talking about how mm. oh, how life passes by. That and we need to we need to just treasure every moment, yep. you know, that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And the whole thing about, you know, no one ever laid on their deathbed saying, I wish I'd spent more time at work. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I would I would say grab those moments you have because she's right they do they do fly yeah, by so fast. Yep. Oh. Um, and, and during those tough times like you know you said and we're kind of 
living in some of those young ones, you do, you go, oh my gosh, I just want to get through this. And then like even this first year of like of our youngest life, we just want to get through it. Now I'm like, oh, if we could just go back because she was so little. I mean, she's still pretty tiny, but. I'm okay. <laughs> she's like, she's like nah. I'm okay. She's, she's, she's on the right track now. She's fine right now. You know what's funny though is you blank out some of that stuff. Like, it's like, true. Like, like, you know, our, our grandkids are young. They're about the same age as almost yep. as y'all's are. And, um, and so like our son Josh was saying the other day, and we're almost to the point we won't be making bottles. We won't be making bottles <laughs> anymore. There. And I know that we did stuff like that, but I barely even remember, yeah, I remember the bottles. It. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's like so funny. insignificant now. Yeah, yeah now. I mean, but, yes. but of course we're in the middle of it. Yeah. It's, it's legit. But when you're when you're these many years removed, you're like, ah, yeah. that wasn't mm. life changing, I guess. But anyway. <laughs> I even think that about this past year. I'm like, oh, because it was it was horrible. But when I look back, I'm like, oh. yeah, I mean it was hard. No, it was horrible. Like it was, I mean, it, it was, was horrible. Horrible. I can't even. But then you look back. You're right, and you're like, okay, we could do that again. And in the back of my head, and then I think about it. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> not really. Not really. I'm okay. All right, moving on. Um, so we we always kind of like to end like the show with uh, whether just word of encouragement or a scripture or something like that. So we were just curious if there's any scripture verses or something like that that has driven your family or been like a you know a family mission. Um, just over the years, or just a favorite scripture to encourage us with? Well, Psalm 91 is very special mm. to our whole family. Yep. Mm. Um, I think Phil has it engraved on his military ring, and our kids know it well because we would, you know, we memorized it and would say it while he was gone on his deployments. Um, and, you know, some people call it the soldier's um, chapter. Um in Psalm 91, it starts off, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, mm. my God in whom I trust. Oh, that's so good. It's yeah. powerful. That just gave me, just gave me chills, yes. to be honest. Something else that she used to do, I'll tell you my personal verse in a minute, but something else she used to do, she would drive the kids to school every morning, and and she would have them tell her the full armor of God on the way there. Mm. Oh, um, wow. I mean, y'all did that for years. <laughs> oh, for years, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's Dude, good. That's really I'm gonna good. I'm going to start doing that, that with ours. I know, except I drive them to school, so I'm going to oh. tell them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that time that you have with them, you know, yes. in oh, the yeah. car is precious. Mm-hmm. It, they can't get out. The, yeah. so, I heard <laughs> somewhere that the time in the car is the best time to talk to your kids. Mm-hmm. Because, it's, it's, like yeah. you said, they can't get out, and they're they're going to listen even if they... Act, act like, like they're, they're not. not. Yes. You know, and I was talking with someone about this just recently who was a freshman in high school. Oh, girl. Same thing, though. <laughs> they were saying, you know, that is the most precious time because they're still, it's their last year of being able to drive them, for one thing. But yeah, it's, they can't get out. They're listening, but also there is a end time. You know, they're going to get to school and they're going to be able to get out. So it makes it easier for this, the, the child, or I guess at that point you're a, good, I mean, a grown, a teenager. But, you know, they are like, you know, it's just 10 minutes or whatever the time is and then I'm getting out. So just it's it's not a like an infinite time where they don't know when the conversation's going to end. So I think it's a real like that's really big for a teenager, you know. Yeah, I never thought it from their can, end. Yeah, yeah, from their perspective. Yeah. So it's like that just it's precious on both sides. I think it really can be an enjoyable oh, and, and, and impactful. And, and, Yes, and you can, of you know, you can get the occasional phone call while you're in the car, sure. Mm-hmm. But don't spend your whole time in the car talking business on the phone when your kids are with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I remember I used to drive down the road with Caitlin, and 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 just out of the blue, I'd go, "All right, gut check." 
is your favorite color still? And I'd, yeah. and I'd tell her, she'd go, no, Dad, it's pink. And now, pink, when did oh. it become pink? You know, we had that kind yeah. of conversation. But except and, that she never said pink. You know, it, was, it was never pink. It never was. I'm, I'm just throwing something no, out there. just an example. And I'd say, okay, then what's your favorite song? And she would tell me. And I'd go, hmm, all right, log that one away. All right, what is your favorite book? And she would just, I would just ask her questions. That's so gut good. Check. I like just, it. I know, just do gut checks. Make sure I knew what all her favorites were, you know, like stuff like that. And they do change do quickly, I mean, over time, especially when they're yes, young, they you know. So. Oh, yeah, when they're teenagers, it changes every day. Oh, that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. We haven't gotten there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we haven't gotten there. Back to the verse thing. Uh, my, my personal verse is uh, Joshua 1, 8, and 9. Uh, I call it my life verse, but it's um, uh, this book of the law, meaning the Bible. This book of the law shall not depart from you. You shall meditate on it day and night so that you can do the things that are written in it. For mm-hmm. it is by this that you achieve prosperity and success. And have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be dismayed, for the Lord your God will go with you wherever you go. So that one is, I just call that my life verse. Um, and just hang on to it and say it to myself once in a while because uh, I need to. Uh, well, so Psalm 91 and Joshua 1, 8 and 9. Those yeah. were awesome. Well, guys, thank you all so much for joining us today and just Aww. sharing sharing some stories that are, you know, dear to your hearts. And then also the just being able to encourage us and other people that may be listening. And we just want you to know that we love you and we're so happy to be back here with you and to be able to be on right side radio with you and um, now be able to uh, venture out and do this right life podcast as well. So thank you all so much. Thanks for having us. And y'all have added so much and your podcast is just going to be so successful. (laughs) We are stoked to have it going on and and love having you guys as part of the fabric of what we do. So um, blessings on you. And thanks again. And let's talk about guns and cars next time. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's what well, we're going to do next time. I, was, as I well. think that's safe to say that we're going to have you guys back because there is way more that we could go into. Oh, absolutely. And guns we, and cars. Yeah, I we like so it. appreciate, though, everything you shared and the experiences uh, that you shared you with us that I know are sometimes hard to kind of relive and, and walk through. But yeah. um, so oh, just very yeah, thankful. For thank y'all. y'all. All right. Love you guys. Hey, love y'all. <laughs> right we back at you. Well, guys, thank y'all so much for listening today on the Right Life Podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in to Right Side Radio Monday through Friday, 2 to 5 p.m. And follow the Right Life Podcast on Instagram, where we are giving away swag for the rest of the month. We've already had several winners. Swag has gone out. And we're just so excited to have all of you guys here following along with us on this journey, the the messy life of the right life. So thanks (laughs) for being here again today, guys. And we cannot wait for next time. That's right, guys. Y'all have a wonderful and blessed day. And we'll talk to you soon. Boomer out. Bye, y'all.